In this week's parsha, Parshas Yisroi, Yisroi says, Baruch Hashem Asher blessed is the Abishta that saved you. The Gemara says on this, that there was a certain Gnai, the opposite of an honor from Moshe Rabbeinu and all of the Yidin, that they did not bench, they did not say Baruch, until Yisroi came along and said Baruch Hashem. The Rebbe's question is, what's the Pshat that they didn't bless, they didn't thank the Abishta? Seemingly, we just had the Shira. They just sang to the Ebishter after Kriyas Yamsuf. So the Rebbe says, we're going to understand this based on what says in the Zoyar. That up until the time that Yisrael came and thanked the Ebishter, the Torah wasn't given to the Yidden. Once Yisrael came and said, Baruch Hashem Asher Hitzel Eschem. And after Yadaiti, now I know that the Ebishter is greater Mikolo Elikim. He caused that Estalik Yikara Dukut Brichu. That the Abishta's glory is shining in all the Olamois, and then the Torah is given. And seemingly it's not understood, how is it possible that after all of the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron and all of the Yidden, yet until Yisrael comes, the Torah can't be given. So the Rebbe goes on to explain, based on Bechalal, why is it that the Torah starts off speaking about Yisrael and describing him as Koyhein Midyon. Seemingly the fact that he was Koyhein Midyon not necessarily is the greatest praise for him. Yes, Koyin Midyon on the one hand means the chief and the head of Midyon, but we also know that there's another pshat, that he was actually a priest of Avoidah Zorah. So what's the Pasuk coming to tell us? But the Rebbe says that the truth of the matter is that the Pasuk is not coming to say something negative about him, just the opposite. It's coming to say that Adarab, if we understand the greatness of Yisroi, both as far as being a Koyin in the sense of the chief of Midian. And also if we understand it in the sense of being a priest of Avoidah Zorah, and yet he is the one that came to, uh, to, to the Yidden and to join the Yidden. And the Rebbe explains, what's the idea of Avoidah Zorah? Originally the Oivdi Avoidah Zorah was, were serving Avoidah Zorah based on a very intellectual cheshben. They thought that if the Abishter gave the Koyach to all the Koychavim and the Mazolois to the sun, the moon, the stars and all the other um, heavenly beings to shine down here, the Abishter Chas V'Sholem, as if to say the Abishter wants that the people down here should also give them respect. Of course, their mistake was that all of these different heavenly beings are only Kigars and Biyad HaChoytzev. It's only like an axe in the hand of the woodchopper. Now the truth of the matter is, this is true, not only regarding the sun, the moon, and the stars, but the same thing is true higher and higher, even in the Olamois. We know there's all the different Malachim in the Olamois, and a lot of the Hashpah comes through these Malachim and so on. But again, if one Chas V'Sholem makes a mistake to think that these Malachim have any power of their own, then it's already an Indian of Avoidah Zorah. So on the one hand, Yisroi has a tremendous understanding we say about Yisrael that he was Oived Kol so that means he had understanding in all of the Inyanim, not only of this Gashmi is the world, but all the heavenly beings and all of the Ruchni is the beings. Of course, he made the mistake to think that they have some sort of power, but the fact is that they don't have any power. But from the Etzeminyan that he has this deep understanding and uh, of all of these Inyanim, we could first of all come to understand his own greatness, his intellectual greatness, and then when he comes and serves the Abishter, we can now understand that it was someone very, someone very great and someone very important that came and served the Abishter. The Rebbe says, based on this, 
we could start understanding the idea that Davka, after Yisrael comes along to, to, to the Yidin, and he admits, that now I know that the Abish is greater, Mikol HaElikim, Davka now, the Torah is given. And the Rebbe says like this, it says in the Zoyar, the Pasuk says, That there's a certain advantage of the Chachma, wisdom that comes Davka after, and as a result, Davka from the foolishness, which refers, foolishness over here refers to the Chachma, but the Chachma of Klippa. So just like there's an advantage in light coming out of the darkness, in a similar way there's an advantage in the Chachma Davka when it's being coming out of the Chachma of Klippa. And this is the idea of what happened with Yisroi. The Davka Yisroi, since he was involved in all of these other sorts of Chachmas, all of these other sorts of Klippas. And yet, Davka, when he comes and he recognizes the Eibishter, so then, there's, now it's possible to be the Indian of Matan Torah because of the Indian of the Yisroi Na'or, Minachoshech, and Yisroi Na'chachma, Minasichlus. And the Rebbe says, that the truth of the matter is we need to understand why Taka, why was there a need in order for Matan Torah to be, do we need to have this special Yisroin that comes, the special advantage that comes Davke from transforming the Chachma of Klippa. So the Rebbe says we know what's the idea of Matan Torah. Matan Torah is all about in other words, the Chibur, bringing Elikuz down to the lowest of the low, and therefore, here as well, it's important, this Nakuda that we take Davka, the Chochmah of the lowest form, and even that, to, to have the Yisra Na'ur, Davka from that sort of lowliest Chochmah of Klippa. Now the Rebbe says, the truth of the matter is, Kriyas Yamsov was also a similar Achana to Matan Torah, because we say the idea of the Yam turning into Yabosha and so on, represents, Yam represents the hidden spiritual worlds of Almudi Eskasya, the Yabosha represents lower worlds, and here there's a connection between Yam and Yabosha, meaning that there's also a Chibur of El Yoinim and Tachtoinim, the higher and the lower coming together. Nevertheless, says the Rebbe, that Hachonah from Atan that happens by Kriyas Yamsuf is in a way that we're still speaking on Ruchni, is the Kedusha Dika levels, Almadei Eskasya, Almadei Esgalya. But here the Chiddush is that we're going down Mamish to the lowest of the low Klippois, of Lu'umazeh itself, of Klippo itself. And this is Dafka what was needed in order to have the union of Matan Torah. In fact, says the Rebbe, that because at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf, the Tachtoin was not penetrated yet, that's why it was even possible that there should be a Mulchamas Amolik, that Amolik should still attack the Yidin. In other words, there was still a room in, a room in the world for something to oppose Yidin. Says the Rebbe, but after Yisrael comes, now the lowest of the low is elevated, now we could have Matan Torah. Says the Rebbe, based on this, we also have a very gishmaki explanation on what says Rashi says in the beginning of the parsha. Rashi says, "What did Yisrael hear that caused him to come?" It says, "Kriyas Yamsuf Umulchemes Amolik." The question is, what about the rest of the Nisim of Yitzias Mitzrayim? What Davke caused them over here? Kriyas Yamsuf Umulchemes Amolik. Also says the Rebbe, why are we focusing on the Mulchama of Amolik rather than the victory that the Yidden had against Amolik? But the Rebbe says now it's very, very Gishmak because the Pshat is like this. The first thing you heard about is Kriyas Yamsuf. In other words, you heard the idea that there needs to be a Chibur and a, a connection between the Elyon and the Tachtin. 
this is going to be the Achana for Matan Torah. But then he hears about Amalek, he hears there's a Malchemis Amalek, there's still an Amalek in existence, and they're still fighting the Eden, we're not even speaking about the victory, the actual fact that there's an Amalek, so he has to come now to finish off the job, to be Mavadar, even the lowest of the low, so that even now the Tachtun can be a complete Kali for Elikus. The Rebbe goes on to explain that now we could also understand what's the pshat, that it wasn't a covet for Moshe Rabbeinu and the Yidin, that no one said Baruch Hashem. So the Rebbe say, explains, what, do we, what does it mean Baruch? Baruch mainly means a hamshacha, a drawing down of Elikus into the world. So the pshat is that Moshe Rabbeinu and all the Yidin, they're involved in very holy in Yanum of Kedusha, but they're not able to be poiled the ultimate Baruch, the real hamshacha drawing down of Elikus into the lowest tachtin. Davke Yisroi was the one that came along, and he has the ability, Davke, because of the low place where he was, he has the ability to come and transform and bring the Torah even into the lowest place. The Rebbe concludes with the Torah that, of course, the general idea of Torah we have every single day, Matan Torah and so on, and by Ayir also there has to be these different Avoidos. On the one hand, there is the Avoidos that he's involved with first thing in the morning when he's involved in Inyonim, Similar to Kriyas Yamsov, still in very Ruchni Yisdikin Yonim, in his Avoidas Hashem, and Torah, and Tefillah, and so on and so forth. But then there is the idea that he goes out into the world to transform even the lowest of the low, and Davki in that way, bringing the Kedusha of the Eibishter into the Tachtoinim, into the lowest place, and in that way, we're Zoycha to the greatest Indian of Matan Torah.